Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. All right, hey everybody, welcome back to the Level Up Podcast. I'm Matt Johnson, we've got Greg Harrelson with us, and we are going into a very specific topic today. Uh, you might be familiar with some of the other mastermind and high-level interviews and conversations that we have with agents and coaches all over the country, but we're gonna go specifically into a concept about uh, really anticipating obstacles and how to create solutions in advance so that you can have a better sense of control over your business and where it's going, especially if you are in a leadership position where you have agents to lead and you need to show them and lead them to the right activities to prepare for some of the obstacles that might be coming in your market. So with that being said, let's welcome in Greg Harrelson. Greg, what's up today? Hey, man, just uh, ready to rock and roll and share, give a little bit of sharing here and uh, hope so we can make a difference. That's right. So we were talking before we started recording kind of about what's going on in your market, which is what kind of got us down this train of thought. And mm -hmm. of course, you've got agents in your office that you need to lead and, and you're seeing some things in your market that, that spurred this. And I'm curious just if you want to share a little bit about what you are seeing, not in terms of like predicting what's going to happen, just some of the opportunities or the risks that you see in the market. Yeah, you know, so I mean, this is the time of the year, you know, where I do start to look at the market and, and I have to, you know, as an entrepreneur, I have to evaluate the market and I have to kind of determine, okay, what is this going to look like? It's it's almost as if I've got to make some predictions as to what's going on in the market. But that's really what I, I not what I do. What I look at is I say, what are the potential risks that we may see in the real estate market in the near term? And when I evaluate or determine a few, uh, maybe some potential risks or obstacles that, that could be about, then I start to immediately figure out, well, what is my plan? As if those obstacles were here today, what would I do about it? So the goal, the goal is to actually have a plan and start working a plan as if the obstacle that I see in the future actually is, is, is really there now. And so what I've learned over time is when I'm already solving a problem that doesn't exist, the problem never appears. So right now I see in most markets across the country, look, the, there's a lot of, this was the busiest December we've ever had. I mean, I, I, my agents are texting me the week of Christmas. Oh, I just had four sales, just had five sales. And it's like, wow, what is going on here? The mm -hmm. internet traffic on the websites is just skyrocketing right now. The tax reform has just been, um, you know, has been passed. I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm not going to give an opinion on that. But, you know, the fact that tax reform has been passed, it does give some segment of our market some confidence that the economy is going to be on fire. We're already at, at low inventory levels, and so we're seeing higher buyer demand, already lower inventory levels. So if the buyer demand comes in and starts buying like we think it is, inventory is going to go down uh, you know, even more. And the challenge is, is a lot of people say, well, that'd be good because prices are going to skyrocket. Well, prices can only skyrocket if there's inventory. Right. <laughs> okay, so, so my my the risk that I see for us in the markets right now is that over the next 90 days, we could have some of the best one of the best first quarters we've had in many, many years. But mm -hmm. then in the second or third quarter, we could be really suffering because there's nothing to sell. Right. Now, again, uh, that's not a prediction. 
Right. I'm sharing with you as a business person that that's a risk that I see could become true in the marketplace. And if that risk is true, what are we going to do about it now? And mm -hmm. if I set up the systems right now to go ahead and combat that, then when it appears, it's not a problem. We're already in flow. We're already going. It's the people that are not thinking ahead and they're not analyzing and, and determining what risk that they're going to, to be dealing with. And then, therefore, if they're not thinking about what it's going to be like in the future, then they're probably not preparing for what it's going to be like in the future. The worst thing to do is prepare when you're, you're actually faced with the problem right there on yeah. the moment. You've got to be ready, ready for it. Okay. All right, so there, there's a lot of directions we could go, but I, I want to make sure that we talk to this specific situation because I feel like it's going to be, whether it happens or not, like second quarter of 2018, right? You know, if it happens three three months from now as of the time of this recording or if it happens sometime in the future, like it, something like this will happen and it will happen over and over again potentially if, if you know, let's let's say, for example, the government continues to handle the potential of economic downturns the same way they have been for the last 15 years, we're going to see a lot of the same things with, with like hell, you know, prices held high, inventory mm -hmm. continuing to go lower and stuff like that. So when you look at a scenario like that, where that's the risk, that's the threat that's on the horizon, what do you go? Okay. What, what, I guess, what's the thought process for how you create a solution? Well, first of all, we know that one of the biggest challenges in this risk that I'm seeing is low inventory. Okay? okay. So low inventory in the future. So one of the things that I want to focus on right now, while everyone's focusing on all these buyer leads that are coming in, and I don't want to lose focus on that. But mm -hmm. let me tell you right now, you got to have some focus on generating listings right now. Because okay. the challenge is for these people that are over there and they're just focusing on buyers via Zillow or wherever you're getting your, your buyers. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of there's so much quick, easy money on the buyer side right now that people are like, ah, I don't really need these listings. But what's going to happen to the agents that are all buyer driven when there's no inventory mm -hmm. or there's very little inventory? Yeah. Then the conversations that they're going to be dealing with with the buyers because they just lost their fifth property through multiple offers or the mm -hmm. property now just went up by X amount of thousand dollars or there's nothing like what is your objection handlers for? There's no inventory. Yeah. Okay. But if you have listings, if you go and get those listings then you're in a really good position, you're in, a, in the driver's seat, you can mm -hmm. help your seller accomplish what they want and even more, but you're in control because you've got all these people that are frantically trying to figure out how they're going to win the contract for that one listing. So it's early right now in the year and most real estate agents are thinking, ah, oh, no one's really going to be listing right now. The market doesn't really crank up till March or April. No, no, no. Now's the time you need to be going out there and getting that inventory, putting it in the MLS under your name and being prepared. You've got to have the inventory before you have the sales. I had one of my agents was talking on the phone yesterday and I was listening to him and I thought he said a great thing. And that was somebody was saying, hey, well, nothing really sells until February, until March or April. And he goes, yes, you're right. In March and April in our market, we do see an increase in closings. But what you have to ask yourself is those properties that are closing, they were put into pending 45 days ago. Mm -hmm. which was February, right? and they were listed 30 days prior to that in January. 
Mm-hmm. So yes, you're right. So you don't you that people you've got to understand this process that the properties that are listing now the, those people are your sales at the end of this first quarter. And if we think there's going to be a rush, you better have inventory now because the last thing you want to be doing is trying to build your inventory starting the second quarter. It's going to get harder. Because yeah. if anything, I say another risk is is that as if if the market does trend up this first quarter, sellers or, or property owners are going to hear about it. And what do you think they're going to do? They're going to hmm. say, oh, I'm just going to wait a little while to put it on the market. I think the market's going to continue going up. I'll just go ahead and wait for more money. So now you've mm-hmm. got a seller that's mm-hmm. actually going to start slowing down the pace of putting properties on the market because they're playing the market, wanting to see appreciation. Right. In addition to the demand is taking inventory away. Right. It's a double whammy. Mm. So number one, you better be getting inventory right now. And what do you do to get inventory? You have to generate. Mm-hmm. And there's many ways to generate. You're going yeah, to do me, it actively um, or passively. Well, let's let's get give me maybe two two quick hit like the two highest effective like active ways that you would recommend generating leads in like a low inventory environment. Well, there's quality and there's quantity, uh, you know, pillars. The okay. highest quality is going to be like an expired, a force of owner, and a centers of influence. The mm-hmm. thing about the centers of influence, you you have a limited amount of them. The right. the force of owners and the uh, expires, you typically have a, a a much larger amount. I know there's some markets out there that won't have have as many. Okay, but that's high quality, you know, uh, short fuse meaning. They're, they're tougher to, to convert, but if you have good conversations, you, have, you know your scripts, you convert them, you, they, you call them, and they can be on the market within a couple days. That's, uh, that's an expired. A FISBO, you call them, and you get them on the market within the next 14 to 21 days. Mm-hmm. And then your centers of influence, you just kind of have a steady flow of those through, throughout the year. But those are the three that I would focus on. Now, okay. if there's not a bunch of stuff like that of FISBOs and expireds, Mm-hmm. then I would just flat out cold call yeah. because we have a good story to tell right now. And mm-hmm. that is, you know, you know, hello, Matt, it's Greg Harrelson with Century 21, the Harrelson Group. I know you live over in the XIZ community. I'm not sure if you know, but the last home that was on the market has sold and there's no more inventory, which le- leads us to believe that prices might be on the rise. I'm just kind of curious, when do you plan on selling? So, mm-hmm. I mean, we have a conversation that prices have been increasing, inventory is low. That's really good information for a property owner. They mm-hmm. hear dollar signs when we say that. <laughs> right. You know? So I, th- yep. those are the things that I'd be doing. Perfect. So FISBOs expired center, centers of influence. And then next resort after that is circle prospecting into high quality target neighborhoods. Yeah, I guess I should add one more. And sometimes I overlook it because not everyone has it. But up there just as high as, as, as expires is working your database. So if you've been building your database properly and you've been mm-hmm. nurturing it properly, then you need to get into that database right now when you when you hang up or stop listening to this call. You need to get into that database and you need to call everybody right now. If you don't call them, somebody else in your market's going to. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. Very, very good advice and good advice for uh, for any leaders that are listening that uh, that have agents that they need to lead. Um, you just basically got the script for your next team meeting. Let's put it that way. So uh, let's let's finish out with this, Greg. How do people connect with you? Well, they can. Let me say one more thing mm-hmm. for those that are listening that don't have a team. You're still a leader. You have yeah. to ask yourself, are you following your own lead? Yeah. Okay, because you don't. You're, we're always leading. We're either leading ourselves or we're leading others. And the ones that are having a problem, um, you know, having a hard time leading others, you know what the challenge is? Is you're not a good follower to your own lead. 
Mm-hmm. Now that's probably too deep for this conversation, but I just <laughs> wanted to throw it out there because you mentioned it twice and yeah. we're all leaders. Just remember yeah. you're leading yourself also. But yeah. uh, if, they have, if there's any questions or anything, just shoot me a uh, email at gregharrelson at gmail.com. Perfect. And I'm going to have to wrangle you into doing another deep dive on that because you <laughs> dropped that bomb at the end. It's awesome. Okay. Let's finish up with this, guys. Go to the leveluppodcast.com. You can get the links to everything from there. You can watch the previous episodes right, right there on the site, or you can go directly to YouTube, iTunes, or Stitcher and subscribe to the show there, depending on whether you want the audio or video version. So uh, just keep, uh, keep in mind, we'll be doing more high-level conversations with agents and coaches from around the country. So keep an eye out for those. And then we'll also do one to two of these shorter intensive deep dives into single topics so keep an eye out you'll see both of those come across your feed when you're subscribed to the show thank you so much and we'll see you on the next episode